And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, folks, for joining us. We've got another hour of music, mirth, and merriment, and a little madness mixed into the stir. We're going to have a fun time here. We've got, uh, actually, we've got some exciting ladies waiting to come on and talk with us and share some music with us. I think you're going to have a lot of fun today, and uh, we're going to start off with a guy, however, because we want to, you know, balance the act just a little bit here. This guy from London goes by the name of Cameron Bloomfield, does a song called Wanted. I'm falling on my feet and I say I want it up, 
Cameron Bloomfield's the gentleman's name. It's called Wanted. He's from London, and uh, he's he's been around a while. He's done a uh, an EP that just came out uh, uh, the fifteenth of November, the morning after. And he said, "This is a real moment." I always said I didn't want to wait forever to release this project after the album he released earlier in the year, the night before. He says, "But the journey I've been on the last couple of years has been a." Proper madness was his expression. A story of a growth, reflection, and is part of a. It's part two of the series. Obviously, he says it is in so many ways the aftermath of the night before. Uh, he also did a shout out to online, as a matter of fact, to everyone uh, of the people who helped work on the album and support him on the project, because he said that uh, nobody really looks at the credits on the uh, CD or album sleeve. And uh, I salute him for that. Too often, uh, the people who work with the artist don't get the credit they deserve. And I salute Cameron Bloomfield for remembering that. You can find Cameron Bloomfield online at IamCameronBloomfield.com. He's on Facebook at Cameron Bloomfield Music. And uh, you find him all over the Internet. The new EP is called The Morning after and right now i want to say hello and welcome aboard to our right hand man uh, the stalwart john bon jovial stalwart. how you doing john so in addition to legendary i am now stalwart you know you yes, keep heaping this stalwart. uh you keep heaping this uh psychic income on me and i just may be forced to <laughs> stick around and continue to be your sidekick for a while Thanks for the raise, boss. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know, if I if I can't give you new words to study, what else can I do for you? Yes, precisely. <laughs> Interesting. How are things uh, in Bon Jovial land this week? Uh, you know, not too bad. We actually here in southwest Florida got a break from the endless summer with uh, temperatures. Uh, let's see, Saturday night and Sunday night actually got down into the 50s. And it was glorious. It was wonderful. And, of course, uh, people were coming into the business today, and they were complaining, oh, it's so cold. It's like, no, no, it's, no, it's not cold. You don't know cold. It's not cold. Uh, but, yeah, we get uh, that out here, too. Anytime yeah. the temperature gets below 60, it's a cold wave. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, I want to go backwards here for just a minute to Cameron Bloomfield. Uh, really we interesting approach on uh, the use of, of a keyboard in that song. I don't know that I've ever quite heard uh, heard that before, and uh, I liked it. No, and that's 
that's one of the things with the uh, with the electric artists today, uh, the ones who do a lot of electronic music. They are finding new and innovative ways to use these electronic devices, and of course, they haven't been around that long that they have you know explored all the possibilities. So it is it is a constant. Uh, renewal and introduction to new tricks of the trades as it were so yeah uh i agree with you well and and i liked it and and the the nice thing about it is that he's not using the electronics as a crutch it, the, the the person whether it's him or a keyboardist that he has actually does have talent and that's yeah. that's refreshing to be able to utilize a technology not as a crutch but as an you know as 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 a vehicle. Yeah, I agree. And while we're while we're lauding the talent uh, of the uh, of the artist and his group, uh, I, I am going to toss in one negative. Uh, one of the things that uh, strikes me that I don't care for about the electronic and to a large degree the electronic dance or EDM music, and that is the repetitiveness. I mean. A repetitive beat is one thing, but you get the repetitive note progressions, and uh, it's it's almost like the old days when we used to you remember those big round black things we used to put needles on and they <laughs> spun around and played music. Uh, yeah, well, yes. it's almost like what you had. You had did you ever? I know you had. You, you you worked in the business, so I know you had to uh, have occasion where there would be a glitch or scratch in it or something and it would just keep playing that one part over and over oh, again. Yeah, the record would every skip, time it yeah. would get to that point the needle would skip back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. And that's that's the feeling I get on a lot of the electronic music. It's like the needle's gotten stuck and it just keeps playing that one groove over and over again. And that was one of the problems also that I had with disco music is just that there was such an obnoxious repetitiveness to it. And uh, it, it just, uh, I don't know, maybe, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are going to disagree with me, but thank God disco died the painful death that it did back in the early 80s. Well, actually, actually, it hasn't really died, because if you stop and look at today's dance music and electronic dance music, it's made a resurgence, yes, it has made a resurgence, but yeah, at least we got it, a respite from it States. for about five or six years. You know, in the United States. Now, in Europe, it never really went away. Well, it's been there all along. You know, they're European. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. We've got we've got a good audience over there. We don't I want know. to. Uh, we don't want to offend our our European listeners. <laughs> Just kidding, there, Mister Zagadaga. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it never really went away, and uh, it did over here. I remember an interview I did, oh, so many years ago, back in the uh, uh, in the heyday of disco. When I moved to California, I got to meet a gentleman that I had uh, only talked with, and uh, graciously he had included me in his columns. As a matter of fact, it was the uh, only time I got my picture in Billboard magazine. It was thanks to Mr. Claude Hall who at that time was a senior staff writer for them. and uh, He's a big name in what the I went to L.A., I went, yeah, I went and uh, I got to meet the gentleman. Uh, we had a, a really nice conversation, several over the, over the months and uh, early years. But uh, uh, this one I remember we were, we were talking, and he asked me my opinion of disco music and what, what it was going to do 
basically, you know, is this going to be something that is going to be around forever? Is it going to pass and disappear? And I remember my answer was probably <laughs> was probably one of the more intelligent answers I gave an interviewer over the years. As I told him, I said, I really think that disco is is a niche that has been created and is going to stick around. It's not always going to be, it, it'll never forever be the main source of music and topping the charts and everything, but it's, it's going to stick around as a dance music genre. And that's pretty much what it has done. It's, I guess I made a lucky yeah. guess, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it, um, yeah. And I think that's as it should be. I mean, there is nothing wrong just because one person likes it or doesn't like it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the, uh, you know, with the genre sticking around, if people do like it, if they don't like it, it's not going to stick around very long. So uh, speaking of sticking around, we have a, uh, our first guest, as a matter of fact, is sticking around in the green room right now, waiting to come in and talk to us. John Bon Jovi, you'll, you'll be happy to know that uh, Miss Alyssa Marie Kuhn is from South Florida. And uh, as such, you may, uh, you may get a chance to meet her in person in the not too far distant future. We can chat with her about that right after we listen to this, her first song, and it is called You Can't Do That. Downtown 
there you go. You can't do that, but what we can do is we can talk to the young lady herself, Alyssa Marie Kuhn. Hello, Alyssa. Hi. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. So glad to have you here joining John and I today and uh, get a chance to talk to you. First off, I wanted to mention that you are now from South Florida. What part of Florida are you? uh, What's your uh, hometown? I'm from West Palm Beach. Okay. All right. And John's over on the other side. He's over in Naples. And uh, maybe someday uh, either he'll be over there and get a chance to see you, or maybe you'll get over and play the uh, Naples-Fort Myers area. Yeah, maybe sometime. That would be awesome. It'd be great to have you over here and do that, and we'd love it. Yeah, Fort Myers has a... booming live show market over there they've got uh, they've got some great clubs so uh you might find yourself over there and please keep in touch with us one of the things we always emphasize to our guests is uh we try to help with the you know your promotion and letting people know what you're doing um we try to follow our guests because you become part of our family once you're on the show so keep in touch with us let us know what's going on and uh, we'll help spread the word and uh, as i kind of implied uh, we'll also pop up and surprise you if you're in the area so uh, you can keep that in the back of your mind uh, you mentioned west palm yeah, and i know I, I know that there's something coming up in west palm i wanted to touch on but first this song you just did uh, you can't do that you co-wrote that didn't you yes i co-wrote it with a writer down here his name is keith radenauer right and he's with a uh what, a music publishing group? Yes, I believe so. Red One Music, I think, or something like that, if I read yes. it correctly. Yes. Yeah, I know we've uh, we've come across the name before. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think we had one of their art- artists on earlier this year, so I am familiar with the name. And uh, tell me a little bit about your, uh, about your writing music now. I know this is... This is not something you've been doing for a lot of years because you're not an old uh, an old time pro. You've been haven't been around twenty thirty years yet. How did how did you feel about writing the song, and how did you well how did you get it worked out? So um, I've been writing for about four years now. So like how I basically got it figured out was any time I really figured something that could be included in a song, I tend to write it down on, on like a piece of paper or notes on my phone. Like if you go on my phone I have like forty different song titles titles sure. written down for like right. when I wanna write so um, when I co-write, we sit down and sorry, there's dogs in the background. Um, and no we worries. go through um, we go through all of our different ideas and then we pick which one we think would uh, go the best but when I write by myself I pick what I think would work the best for me at that moment and then I basically figure out like chords or whatever instrumentation I think would go along with the, the song title and meaning. Well, that answers my second question, which was, uh, do you write only the lyrics or do you work on the uh, the uh, music and instrumentation as well? And uh, that's great. I, I'm, and the sound you came up with on this song is really, really, you would never guess that you were only in the business of writing music for four years. It's got a good sound to it and uh, very well produced, too. Where, where did you produce the uh, the music? 
I produced it at um, a friend. His name is Wayne, and we basically all did it together. Him, Keith, and I, we did it together. And we also recorded my new single with him, which just came out on November 15th. It's called Oblivious, with him as well. Right, and that we're going to be playing after we talk with you so the, the people get a chance to hear your brand new release, which has been out now uh, into its third day. And uh, yeah. we're looking for some big things of that. It's really a neat sound. I think people are going to really enjoy it. So keep uh, standby, listeners. That's going to be coming up in just a few minutes after we talk with Alyssa. Uh, John Bon Jovi, are you sitting there entirely too quietly? <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation, but uh, Alyssa, the, the question that I have for you, and, and, and I really, I don't ask this of too many people, uh, but when, uh, when Alyssa Marie Kuhn isn't making her own music uh, and, and, and trying to figure out the harmonies and all that, who do you listen to and how critically do you listen to their music to try to oh, deconstruct what they're doing? You mean other artists? Yeah, yeah. Who who, who inspires you? Um, definitely a lot of artists in Nashville, obviously. Um, one of my biggest inspirations, the reason I started singing country music, was actually Danielle Bradbury. And um, she was the voice winner a few years back. Also, Kelsey Ballerini, Casey Musgraves. Those are all my favorite artists. And when I listen to the songs, like, it, um, I'm always listening for, like, the kinds of things that they do in each song that are different from their other songs and are different from the other songs on the radio. Because sometimes, you know, all the songs tend to have all the same chords and, like, but I find that those three artists are very different in their own ways, and I love them. So <laughs> those are my three biggest inspirations in the industry right now and do you do you take uh their technique and you know i'm not i I would never never ever say that anybody plagiarizes but do you take snippets of what they do to try to help it influence the music that you make uh yes for sure definitely kelsey ballerini is one that i look up to to try to improve my myself because she's a lot like me musically in many ways, I think. Like, the stuff that she does or or um, the way she puts out her music is a lot like how I would want to be doing. And I think that I'm accomplishing it pretty well right now for how I want it to be. So she's one of them that I would like to use to improve myself. Well, if you, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I think, you know, what I've heard so far, uh, you know, I, I have, I, you know, I, I can't complain about anything that you're doing because whatever you're doing, you're doing right because just the harmonies alone and you can't do that. Uh, you know, they're very polished and they sound uh, like a product of somebody that has been in the business longer, far longer than you. And that is that can only yeah. mean good things for you in the future. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with you on that, John. And uh, the thing that the thing that strikes me is that uh, you're able to create not only a good sound, but you're able to make it commercial without losing the integrity of the song. I mean, it's not like you just went out and 
intentionally created a commercial pop tune or something. Uh, it's got a commercial hook. It's got a good commercial sound to it. And yet it still has the integrity of the music itself, which is really, really the ideal combination when you stop and think about it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. You've got, you mentioned on your website or on your Facebook site, uh, you mentioned that uh, something that looks fairly large coming up, and I have only a fleeting familiarity with it, having lived over on that side of the island for a while. Uh, South Florida Fair's 20th anniversary talent competition, the Stars of the Future. Now, are you going to be involved in that, or have you been in the past? Uh, yes. When I actually first started singing and doing covers and stuff, I used to do that competition every single year. But um, I haven't been doing competitions a lot lately because that's not really the path that I want to go down. So they actually asked me to perform last year. They asked me to come back and do a song set this year for their 20th anniversary, which I'm really excited about because I love being able to perform there, and it's so cool to see everyone and see everyone, like, with the different talents, compete and stuff. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you're not going to be involved in any way this year. You're not performing there or anything. Oh, uh, yes, I am. I'm performing. Oh, you I'm are? Yes, I'm not competing, though. I'm just performing. When, when are you going to be performing there? What date? Yeah. Um, I have to check. Well, okay, because that's fine. They, they show three days in a row, the December 14, 15, and 16 are the auditions, and I'm not sure what the, uh, the actual show date is, and we'd like to uh, tell our listeners that are going to be in the area when they would be able to catch you. And I understand if you have yeah. to look it up. Go um, ahead. I don't know if there's an exact date yet. Okay. Right now, um, can... I definitely could let you guys know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Sorry. And for the list, no problem. Don't worry. As I have mentioned in the past, we don't use uh, scripted cheat sheets of prepared questions or anything. This is, you know, this is purely <laughs> ad lib. Pull up a chair, sit down, relax, and uh, let's chat for a while. So, yeah, occasionally pop questions come up that can't be answered right off the cuff, and that's fine. It just it just lends to the casual atmosphere of what's going on here. So don't worry about that. You will be, I'm sure, posting it on your Facebook page at least. And that brings me to the next point. Why don't you tell the folks where they can find you online? Um, so if you want to look me up online, on for my website, you could find it at alyssamariecoonmusic.com. And for my social medias, you could do Facebook at Alyssa Marie Kuhn Music, Instagram and Twitter at Alyssa Marie Kuhn. And if you want to listen to my music on other platforms, you could check out um, any, basically, any music platform, Alyssa Marie Kuhn, and all my singles should be on there. Very good. Now, we're going to be playing your new release, which... Uh, came to me very highly recommended, and uh, it wasn't a disappointment. It is everything it was promised to be. It's, a, uh, it's an exciting tune that I think is going to get a lot, of, uh, a lot of play. And before we let you go, 
I want to give you a chance to tell us first what's in the immediate future. We talked a little bit about how you got to where you are now. What have you got planned in the future? Well, I, so I'm thinking that we are probably going to be releasing an EP really soon. Um, I'm definitely going to be writing a lot more and trying to put myself out there in different ways. Like, if you listen to my first single and then listen to the single I just released, you could see that there's, like, things that are in common and about them, and then you could see that things are different. I don't want all my music to sound the same through every single sure. song. I want them to differ, so I'm trying to write more songs that, not too different, the same genre, like country pop music, but sure. just to not sound the same as other songs and other artists. And, yeah, so I'm planning on writing more, definitely performing more at bigger venues with my band, and I'm really excited for that. So that's what I have. Okay, tell, tell us quick, Sorry. if you would, please. That's fine. Tell us quick, if you would, please, about the, the, the band that backs you up, because we were just talking about the fact that the people that work with the artists don't always get the credits they deserve. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the, the people that are backing you up. Yes, yeah, so for my live band, um, I have a drummer. He actually lives in Vero Beach, so... Um, he comes down here, he's a college student, and we play together. He's awesome, he's a great person, and um, it's always so much fun. And then right now we have my um, bass player, Sam, who is actually Luke's cousin, which is my drummer. So they work together, and it's just really fun because they're just such great down-to-earth people, and they are so young, like... My bass player is 17 and my drummer is 18, so, and they are, like, very talented people. Actually, tomorrow I have a live video coming out on Studio Road TV. If you guys want to check it out, it's for my new single, Oblivious, and I'm playing live with my band. So if you guys want to see that, that would be awesome, um, if you want to hear me live with a band. <laughs> so, yeah, Fantastic. that's what I have behind me live. Fantastic. We want to thank you so much for coming here, sharing your time, of course, and your story with us, as well as your music, and for giving us a chance to share it with the world. And uh, again, I want to emphasize the fact that you are now part of our family, so you have new releases coming up, or uh, show dates, you're going on the road again, or whatever, you want to share it. Uh, I have a page on Facebook for that. Uh, you can find very easily, just go to Facebook and look up the David Bowers Awards. It's a groups page. And uh, if you post it there, we'll make sure that it gets spread around to uh, our social media sites and uh, try to get the word out to everybody. And please do keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. Any news you have, we'll be happy to share it. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Great, fantastic. Don't forget, come back and see us again, okay? Of course. Thank you. Have a great night. You're welcome. You have a great one, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Alyssa Marie Kuhn and her brand new release, Oblivion. You've got that hair slicked back. I like it like that. Ocean blue eyes, just my type. Make me want you so bad. You've got that camo hat. With an American flag I'm showing all the signs Read right between a line Heart speeding so fast 
That is Alyssa Marie Croon. We thank you very much for joining us here on the David Bowers Awards and look forward to whenever next time is. Right now we have a next time guest among our uh, among our group that is coming on next. They call themselves the Scorch Sisters. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, we have two of the three sisters with us here. And uh, they go by the names of Alicia and Francesca Scorch, I guess it is. And they'll be joining us to tell us about what they do. They have got a really rocking sound that I know you're going to enjoy, and we're going to listen to a track called So Much Trouble right now. Here are the Scorch Sisters.
themselves the scorch sisters come on in here girls let's chat hello there hi hey. how are you <laughs> doing fine we have francesca and alicia and uh if i take just a second here francesca we're familiar a little bit with you from a uh, from an appearance back in january on the uh, show where we did the uh, americana kitchen album exactly mm-hmm. so welcome yes. back and uh, well, thank, thank you for you bringing so alicia much. with us <laughs> yeah. So, uh, tell us a little bit about this group. Now, I know you're Los Angeles-based, and yes. uh, obviously people have, uh, if they didn't know you before, they're familiar now with the fact that you have a cooking sound. Tell us a little bit about the Scorch Sisters. Well, I'll tell you a little bit, and then maybe Alicia can fill in some more details. But basically, we, we so? met... In, in 1998, is that right, Larisha, Alicia? I think 98. Um, and 99, something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. 99. Yeah, at a Women in Blues event at BB King's when it was in um, uh, Universal uh, Universal Studios, Universal gotcha, Studios. Right. And it, you know that's like a, that was a fantastic place to play. The sound was fantastic to see. Yes. It was just everything was was great. So we. Um, it, there was just like about 30 women, you know, musicians and singers. And so some of the girls just were saying, well, let's put together 
a group, you know, I mean, wow, this is, you know, so many of us here and we get a chance to meet, let's do something great, you know, and powerful as women. So we put together a group called Some Like It Hot. And there were like three or four singers. We had horn section and percussion. And um, so Alicia and Kimberly and I met at that event. And then we uh, proceeded to go on to do Some Like It Hot, which lasted for maybe about five or between five and seven years, I think, and on and off. Yeah. And, um, and uh, so then a lot of, you know, the girls from that group, you know, life was just uh, carrying us away. Some, some of the gals moved away, got married or whatever, just found jobs in other states. And, um, and then just a lot of personal stuff between the three of us. You know, Kimberly and I were going through divorces, and Alicia was, was dealing with some family issues that she had to take care of. And so um, I, I actually went through breast cancer and had – you know, Alicia and Kimberly as, you know, oh my, um, my earth angels, basically, you know, and uh, we've always tried to be there for each other through, you know, life's uh, uh, surprises, I guess you would call it. Sure. And um, so, af- so after, um, you know, I-, I was on the other side of cancer, you know, thanks to God, my doctors and my family and friends, um, uh, Alicia and Kimberly and I were talking and we, we were just thinking, you know, it would be really nice if the three of us formed some, formed a group and, and it's easier to count on three of us as opposed to like 10 or 12 because everybody runs yeah. in so many different directions, you know, and, and mm-hmm. so on. So in any case, we, um, we said, well, if we just keep it, the three of us, uh, we could probably get a lot done with dividing up, you know, where uh, the work, where our talents lie, you know, and um, and then we would hire a rhythm section, be it, uh, you know, two guys or two girls. Well, uh, lately it's been two girls. So uh, the band has been all female. And, um, you know, we we really, really like um, doing things this way because we feel like we have more control and. Um, you know, we, we know we can count on each other, you know, sure. and, and, and there's so much history and the fact that we've been there for each other through so much, you know, and I, I don't know what I would have done without the two of them, because honestly, Alicia was going with me to, uh, you know, to doctor's appointments and so on. Uh, and Kimberly great. was out there raising money for me and calling me, making sure I was okay. And still, you know, I was still out there doing gigs, but it, you know, uh, after you, you've been through so much with with your friends you become family so uh yeah so alicia came up with the name the scorch sisters and um and we loved it and we thought wow you know i mean we're going from some like it hot to the scorch sisters it all makes sense you know so absolutely um, and yeah i want to congratulate you on your successful battle there and uh i'm really really happy that you were able to have uh, a support group just appear around you like that. It's wonderful that uh, the oh, people you, you know, you know, and already know and love are, you know, show themselves to be that type of people where they can actually be there, support you, and do whatever is necessary, regardless. I mean, it's uh, you know, it, it's through the 
through the good times and the not so good times, and that's what's important. Yep. So uh, you're definitely yeah, and that's there. John Bon Jovi, you, you're, again, you worry me when you sit there so quietly because I know you're just gnawing at the bit. You got something you want to say? Well, you know, I kind of get off on yeah. worrying you. So you know, it, it, it just to add a little <laughs> bit more stress in your life. Beautiful thing. Uh, you know, Francesca, when, when David told me that you were going to be on the show, I was really pleased because I, I think you've got, what, seven or eight songs on the Americana Kitchen record? And uh, yes, I uh-huh. just, I remember, I listened to this, I think the last time I listened to it was about three or four weeks ago, and I have uh-huh. enjoyed it many, that many long. times. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's, uh-huh. I've, I've had this. <laughs> when, when were you guys on? Was in January? January. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, uh, here and, we are at the end of the year. Yeah. And, and you were decent enough to forward me a copy of this CD, and I have enjoyed many hours of listening to it. Uh, you know, I have it in the car. I, you know, I'm one of those old-fashioned people. Oh, thank I you. have a CD player in the car. Can you believe that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I do, too. It <laughs> doesn't always work out well, but, you know, it's there. <laughs> For the listeners who would like to go back and catch that, that was our January 13th show. It was our second show of this, our sixth year. So uh, you can go back and check that in the archives on Blog Talk Radio uh, when you check the David Bowers Awards. Uh, Second show, January 13th, uh, we did tracks from a a, a really interesting album, uh, Americana Kitchen, which is a... uh, if I've got if I've got my facts straight and remember correctly, it's a group of artists, not necessarily a formal band as such, but it's a mm-hmm. group of artists yeah. from Southern California, my old home stomping grounds. I spent a lot of time out there over mm, 20, 30 years or so, and I did get to go All to right. the uh, I did get to go to the Universal uh, uh, Studios and the amphitheater and everything. It was uh, you were right. It was everything you said. It was a, a great venue, and uh, it was. Uh, Exciting to hear this group of artists come together uh, for something as unique as the Americana Kitchen. And you guys are kind of carrying on the tradition, although in this particular case, you're narrowing it down to more more closely to one genre of music. And you use the word, Francesca, yes. you use the word powerful, and that's that absolutely powerful. right. As a matter of fact, I've, great. I've heard in the reviews, they're constantly referring to your sound as fierce and powerful and uh, I, I think oh, that pretty much you. nails it. <laughs> now, are you writing your own music? Are you doing other people's music? Are you doing a combination or what? You mean just me personally or within the Scorch Sisters? Within because, the Sisters. Okay, so, well, um, we've all brought material to, um, to the group uh, that we've written on our own. So the three songs that you have, the, the So Much Trouble song is mine. Um, I believe... Uh, I'm not sure if we gave you think about Elvis or or which song that um, what are the other two songs I know there Kimberly's Blues for Barnaby is there and Alicia's song uh, which one do you know uh, I'm wondering if Alicia remembers no it was it wasn't Elvis it was um, it was her blues song you well you much. have it there that that huh <laughs> oh and John was mumbling in the background he was playing Elvis in the uh, background you know uh, Thank you. I'm not sure which which of the other ones that that um, you have right now, but 
in any case, so we've all brought our own material to the band, and mm-hmm. um, and we've been writing. And although you know we have a lot going on, we're still kind of running in a lot of different directions. But we still, um, I still try to put you know days in the calendar where we can get together and to continue collaborating. Um, sure, I, oh, I love collaborating, and these two ladies are so incredibly talented. And it's really interesting to see that what we um, can come up with together. And Alicia might want to add to that, you know. Are you there, um, Alicia? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm here. I'm here, yeah. Um, you, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, that's, I, like I said, I'm not sure which, which of the songs that, that we do. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much our focus. You know, oh, it's Bad year. Dream. And I think it's called Bad Dream is the that's one we gave the track, you. Yes. I before, think that's before it. I, yeah, I wasn't sure which, which one Doug, Doug gave you, but I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, Bad Dream is up next. I think I had another track or two also, and we just narrowed it down. But before we run out of time, I want to give you a chance to tell the uh, listeners, one, where they can find you online, and two, what you've got coming up that they can look for. Well, we are well, you, all over yeah, social media. Go ahead, Alicia, because yeah. she's the one who handles most of that. Okay. So, no, I just got to say, we, um, we, you can go to the Scorch, either thescorchsisters.com or scorchsisters.com, either one, you know, is, that's, that's our website. And, uh, you know, they have, you know, pretty much everything about us on there. And, uh, and videos, more so, songs. But we're yeah. also on Facebook, we're on Twitter, yeah. we're on Instagram, and, um, you know, Alicia is our um, social media goddess because she's so technical. She knows, <laughs> she put the website together, she's just like, she's amazing. And um, and Alicia's to have gone one back of those. to school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I wanted to mention that Alicia has gone back to college now, so um, awesome. she's been doing, yeah, she's been, she's got a lot going on right now, so it's nice. Awesome. Well, we've run. We've managed exciting. to run through this whole time block already. I want to hope oh, that wow. you, I want to ask you and hope that you'll come back and see us again. And please do keep in touch. Let us know. You know when you've got something going on. You've got some new music coming or something. I know you're performing all over uh, the Southern California area. If you get out of the area or something, mm-hmm. let us know that too, and we can help spread the word. We'd definitely oh, like to really have you come back and see us we're again. Really so. anxious to get out there. You know, we oh, love. You know, we we all just can't wait to, you know, hit the road and and see people. You know, fantastic, and I I know they would love to see you too because judging from your music, your show has to be dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. They call Aww, themselves thank you. the Scorch thank Sisters, you. and here they are with Bad Dreams.
dreaming and I I must be under some kind of an evil spell Monsters are coming I try to keep running My body has turned into stone I call for your help You're with somebody else You say, baby, I guess you're on your own And uh, <laughs> I love that organ, and uh, just got a, I just got a flash of the Green Onions Booty and the MG sound in that, and uh, I love it. And I, I wanted to mention, and I didn't get a chance to uh, mention to the girls when they were on, but I loved Alicia's keyboard. 
in that uh, first song in the some well it, no I'm sorry in Bad Dream the keyboard work was I I had a thing quick little sidebar when I was a kid and wanting to be a rock star I had this thing I wanted to do rock music on an organ and when you're a, a kid in upstate New York in the farmland there aren't a lot of places you can go I got privilege to go into a church a couple of times at night in their rehearsal room where they had a smaller organ and I got to try it but I never really got a chance to pursue it and maybe develop it but it was fun and I'm so glad to see uh, organ work like that I just love it John Bon Jovial I think we've covered about everything we possibly can squeeze into the hour I think so we have it too. must be time to take us home yeah great music today this was a special kind of show I I hope you enjoyed it because I know I did too folks you did it again you spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards and for that we are eternally grateful the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples Florida and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe Arizona Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on the Anchor FM app, and uh, that's for the um, iOS and Android formats. You'll also find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud, and now on the TuneIn Radio app and iRadio USA. Click the uh, follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, and be sure to like The David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as well. Join us next week if you would. We sure would appreciate it uh, for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday 2 p.m. Eastern 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to each other, love each other, 